Hi, I'm Brian, and I love Hallmark Fall Movies. I'm Brian, and I like Hallmark Fall Movies. I'm Dan, and I despise Hallmark Fall Movies, and this is the Deck, Deck the Hallmark, Hallmark Podcast. Podcast. Deck the Hallmark, it's his podcast. Brandon and friends host his podcast. Hope you like this jolly podcast. Man, that bit never gets old. I, nope. I um have a friend who uh works in uh PR and marketing at Anheuser Busch. And she says that they still talk about yeah. that to the day. <laughs> I would. Like, That's as, the sign of a good commercial, yeah. isn't it? They are still just like, we did it. Anybody we? bring up the frogs ever? I mean, I'm sure that still. But not like was I. I mean, come on. Kind. Um, guys. I want to oh. hear the pitch meeting for that, though. <laughs> that was just them walking into the room for five years. They would so all do yeah, that. We've one done day. frogs. We've done Bud Bowl. <laughs> We're out of ideas here, gang. So how much is this? How much is this commercial going to cost? Three million. Three million. (laughs) What if we just had people on the phone say what's up, but they kind of like add it out a little bit? What? Could we get Cedric the Entertainer? Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Yo, let's roll the dice. Three million. Merry Christmas, everybody. It's Christmas week. Uh, and it's by not that, Christmas I mean- week. It's not Christmas week at all. There's nothing about this week that's Christmas week. Nothing? It's the week of October 18th. There's a few things about, that are about Christmas. The few week. things. The people that ordered the Deck the Hallmark spooky Christmas season sweatshirts, they're arriving. Yes. Bri has his. That's right. There you go. Good for two weeks out of the year. Man. And you're ready to go, everybody. Congratulations. It is marathon week, Brian. That's what I'm saying. We kick it's off Christmas, Christmas movie season here at Deck the Hallmark. Yes. You know what the thing that we didn't do? You know what? I'm just, I'm just now getting angry about this. <laughs> we had time for 11 billion previews. And we didn't do our last ranking episode. Right. Mm. Who has time for it? <laughs> when Who has time for it? We gotta, we've got to, we got to have three Christmas preview episodes. We have to have a Christmas kickoff preview episode. We've got to have a lifetime if movie you want, Christmas. If you want me to pull the curtain back a little bit, Dan. I'd love to because I, I do own half the company. I'd love to hear I, about this. I thought about doing a ranking. This is meeting adjourned. <laughs> I thought about doing a ranking episode on Friday instead of reviewing Perfect Harmony. But then it fa- we found out that a double decker wrote Perfect Harmony. We can't I was like, not do that. We can't yeah. not do that. Got it. Iron and flag. so it. we could do a uh, ranking episode on Saturday instead of the kickoff, but that feels wrong. Could yeah, do it live, people, right? We could do it Sunday instead of lifetime preview number one, but that feels wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so what, are we just going to rank them all at the end? We just could do it real quick. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> and also... Pay the best it, of the year is just I, one kiss. I, you know, just one it, kiss is the best of the year. But it feels so also like... Um, for Brian's first ranking... He had not seen them. It should be mm-hmm. next year, right? So... 
I guess. Hold I your guess. creams. Hold off on your warm milk. Hold off on your warm milk. That's, That's exactly right. right. That's yeah. exactly right. And I just want to say this really quickly to give Brian his cookies here. Uh, <laughs> Brian has Some been cookies. Brian has taken over the uh, Deck the Hallmark newsletter. Mm-hmm. Boy. And it's been great A content. And if you're not subscribed, go to deckthehallmark.com. Uh, there should be a pop-up. It's uh, a we, free boy. We, we love right. pop-ups. Uh, turn off that pop up blocker. Yep. And uh, <laughs> refresh the page. It should be there. <laughs> type it in, type in your email. You'll start getting those emails. We should probably also figure out another way for people to sign up instead of a pop-up. I think we could do that. Uh, but it's great, Brian. You're doing a great job. Thank buddy. you, Brian. Great yeah, job. You gotta, it's a free boy. It's a free, it's a free newsletter. You should sign yeah. up for it. It's wonderful. And if you uh, like the pod, there's a lot of pod content in there. That's right. It's like a readable version of the podcast, which some people... If, if you don't like the pod, if you don't like listening, but want a newsletter, speaking, we can fulfill that Speaking of well. a text version of the podcast, I'll Be Home for Christmas Movies is still available. Oh, yeah. I went to Barnes & Noble here in Greenville, South Carolina. It's there. Wow. wow. Still you them? This year. I should have done that. People would have been like, what is a... What? I'll do it. Um, <laughs> but you can get that in all spread. Dan, do you want to announce this? Yeah, sure. Are we still in the business meeting. Yeah, Still apparently, <laughs> yeah. Book number two from Dan and I right. is coming out next week sometime. Hmm. Yeah, as soon as we get them in, they're going out. As soon as we get them in, they're going out. We'll put out the link for people to buy it. Uh, but it's a self-published children's book straight from the heart. Straight from the heart. Called When's It Gonna Be Christmas Again? It is a book inspired by your children and also me as an adult uh, (laughs) for everybody who's That's true. Those are the three inspirations (laughs) for the book. (laughs) My children and brand as an adult. That's right. That's true. We wrote it. It's good for kids. I think if you're a parent, you might really like it as well. Uh, you need to get yourself a copy, an easy read. That's exactly right. So sure. stay tuned to the social medias, to the newsletter, uh, for once the links go live to purchase that sucker. We're very excited about it. It's our first self-published venture, so bear with us as we figure out, I don't know, what we're doing. Uh, but we're very excited about it, and the illustrations are amazing. My, my pal Carissa did it, and she crushed it, so I can't wait for everybody to see it. Uh, when's it going to be Christmas again? Book number two. Big announcement today. Big announcement um, today. Guys, Saturday's coming. Um, this isn't like an Easter bit. I'm not doing a uh, <laughs> Friday. Don't worry. Yeah, because Sunday's coming. coming. <laughs> uh, in this case, Saturday's have coming. Have we watched tennis movies labeled as fall? <laughs> we have. But Saturday's coming. <laughs> oh, <laughs> have boy. we seen color correction out the wazoo? Yes, we have. But Saturday's coming. That's right. <laughs> Saturday is coming. We're going to be live all day. When you're day lost in the long. wilderness of fall movies and August movies, they call fall movies. <laughs> Just remember, Saturday's coming. Amen. Uh, amen. Uh, Saturday's coming. We hope you join us for our uh, season five live stream marathon. We will be kicking the season off by going live at 6 a.m. Eastern and staying live mm-hmm. all day long. Um, from here in the studio. Uh, nowhere else. We're not going any nope, we're gonna be here. else. For anybody who maybe heard we were going somewhere else. <laughs> False rumors. Rumor. Those, those are rumors. Lies. That's fake news. <laughs> Can't we're believe that they you here on this podcast. We'll be here. <laughs> we'll be here right in the studio. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. that's life. But it's going to be a lot of fun. We're yeah. very excited about it. So deckthehomework.com slash marathon. Uh, or just join the newsletter. You'll get another uh, five right. reminders. I mean, if you don't like that. the pod, if you like the podcast, you should join it. If you that's don't. Right. <laughs> Maybe not. 
<laughs> Unsubscribe real quick. <laughs> if you're a fan of the podcast. Uh, the newsletter is a very specific <laughs> newsletter for people that <laughs> like us as people. <laughs> they want to stay up to date with what we're doing, but they can't stand to listen to parents. this show. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Guys, are you ready to talk about autumn in the city where the fall is there and the leaves are falling everywhere? everywhere. Yep. Damn it. Autumn in the city. Autumn in the city. Uh, October 22nd. It should have been like a New York person. Hey, Autumn in the city. Dang it. All right. Autumn in the city, everybody. Saturday's coming. Uh, Saturday's coming. That aired on October 15th, mm-hmm. 2022, and it went a little something like this. Meet Piper. Not John Piper. Can we just talk? I'm not going to do my John Piper here, everybody. You're going to save it? Yeah, save that for the newsletter. Hey, but God, <laughs> um, she is moving into a sublet apartment mm. in the West Village. Classic uh, of New York City. In case you don't know where the West Village is, I think there are West Villages everywhere. Mm-hmm. So it is yeah. important to note this is New York City where the heat is on. Uh, she moved here from Omaha. Omaha! Omaha! <laughs> and uh, her parents uh, aren't thrilled about this. She says, I'm going to go there for two months. Got this sublet for two months. And during that two months, uh, I'm, I'm approaching 30. I'm going to finally figure out what I want to do. She says all of this while sketching in her notebook. Uh, we then see and meet a fella named Austin, who's getting lunch with his mom, who is making him eat salad like a monster. Piper moved to New York City without a job, which is a bold move, and she goes to a job interview at a temp agency to get temp jobs so that she can figure out what job she wants. Her first job is at a fashion show, which she does not last long at after spilling a dumptron amount of juice on a dress. Austin's mom is a hotshot deal maker. She uh, basically is the newspaper industry, from what I gather. She's a journalist. She's Mrs. Newspaper. She's a journalist. Yes. Call me Miss uh, Miss Newspaper, please. Is what she says to everybody. <laughs> I, I don't say that. I, I would say. That. Um, you lie. So you walk in there every day. <laughs> <laughs> you kick down I got that door. Uh, so, What's up, Brandon? How's it going? <laughs> it's Miss <laughs> Newspaper to you. I'm sorry. Every day. Um, no, that's Hallmark Daddy. Uh, for those of you. <laughs> Short. Uh, so uh, she's a hotshot deal maker. She gets him a job at the New York Chronicle. Um, and he's upset about this because he wants to kind of forge his own path, so to speak. He's also working on a children's book about a squirrel who goes on adventures. Small world. <laughs> Is there a sailboat? Um, speaking of kids' book. Yeah. Uh, uh, when's it going to be Christmas When's it going to be Christmas again? Next week up. sometime. That's right. Next week sometime. <laughs> We are good at marketing. Uh, So, um, anywho, she's at the apartment. Uh, Austin also is at this apartment because he lives there. And um, he knocks on her door with a bottle of wine, expecting to see the girl that he has had some sort of relationship with. Wink, wink. Over the last few months, but she's not there. It's Piper. Piper says, hey, I have a note for you from this girl. Um, Doesn't want to see you 
again. So uh, this makes him grumpy, more grumpy than normal. Uh, she's happy go lucky. He's grumpy go grumpies. And uh, they just kind of keep bumping into each other. Uh, they're at a coffee shop bumping into each other. They're in the building bumping into each other. They're on the roof bumping into each other. She's leaving him piles of leaves at his door. Doesn't understand why he's upset. He's writing fake articles about why leaves suck. Uh, it's all good stuff. Uh, she still hasn't found a job yet that she feels is right for her. Uh, they get in an argument about jobs and passions and whatnot. Turns out Austin wants to be a children's book author. She encourages him to actually do that, to do the thing that he wants to do. And he encourages her to get a job. Uh, she does get a job as an assistant to a Broadway actor. And um, she ends up sticking with it until she can't stick with it anymore because she gets fired. He ends up taking his kid's book to an agent and she doesn't hate it. Says, hey, bring me back something real good in a couple of weeks. To celebrate the bring me something good in two weeks news, uh, he and Piper go on a picnic. And he tells her about the book. She ends up drawing a picture of a squirrel. In a boat. In a boat. Going down a waterfall. And it is okay. revolutionary. He says, this is amazing. Let's work on this book together. He's writing stuff. She's doing this. And they're together a lot. And they're having a lot of fun. He goes to his pitch. She now realizes, I'm an illustrator. He goes to the pitch. And the uh, publisher says... I like the squirrel. I like what you're doing with the squirrel. He's, <laughs> we don't have this a squirrel. squirrel. We don't have a squirrel. <laughs> we we are gonna go in a different direction in regards to visually representing the squirrel in a boat going down a waterfall. And he says, "You sure about that? You sure we're gonna do that now?" And she says, "Yeah, we're sure about that. We're gonna do that now." And he says. Okay. <laughs> so <up>. he <laughs> leaves. Um, he goes. They go to a, a party, a party for his mom. Um, I don't know what the party is for. Of it's a career. retrospective of his career, her, of her, her career. career. Uh, this news. newspaper. Yeah, this newspaper. This newspaper. <laughs> That's Miss Newspaper. Yeah. Um, and uh, at the party, he's like, "Mom." I'm sorry that the a job you got me at the New York Chronicle I didn't do well at all, and I embarrassed you, and I, uh, you know, d- uh, drug your name through the mud, so to speak, Miss Newspaper. But I have good news, and she says I don't care about your good news. I just want you to do what I did and do it better than me, basically. So that makes him sad. She got kind of um, she goes outside. Piper does. And uh, it's like, hey, no, we got lots to celebrate. And he has had an opportunity or two up to this point to tell her, hey, yeah, you, we're going in you a did, different direction. You didn't, get the gig. you didn't get the gig. I got the gig. You didn't get the That's gig. Right. And so he decides now is the, now time is the time to tell you that you didn't get the gig. And this is especially hurtful because she just got a phone call from the art gallery she's been working at uh, that basically the guy running it says, you're not New York standard art. You're not going to make yeah. it here, pal. So one, two punch. You're not, you don't got what it takes. 
And so she's hanging out. She's trying to figure out what she's going to do. She's mad at our guy over there because of the fact that, you know, he's still going to publish the book without her. And so she goes to talk to Miss Newspaper. Mm-hmm. She says, Miss Newspaper, you have told me that I need to be my own champion. What, what does that mean when you're, how do you be your own champion when there's nothing in your life to champion, when every door is being closed in your face? And Miss Newspaper looks at her and says, you guys, Saturday's coming. Saturday's coming. You, <laughs> and the, sad, the sad, Saturday paper's pretty good, but then Sunday, the Sunday paper. So she says, <laughs> you got to start kicking down doors. Kick down those doors. So she goes and she doesn't kick down the, the, the publisher's door. I would have actually really appreciated that. But she does walk in and says, hey, I don't think you looked at the squirrel picture. Look at it again. And the publisher says, that's not how it works. We always go with an established illustrator. And she said, look at the squirrel again. (laughs) She does have a gun in her hand. It is a little bit more. (laughs) I got something in my pocket. Look at the squirrel again. Um, And so she goes and um, she meets back up with our guy, uh, Austin. And he's like, I'm sorry for being a real doofus there. And she's like, no problem. I kicked down doors myself. We're doing this thing whether you like it or not. And I guess he's fine with that because they kiss. Fast forward one year later, the book is published. Mom is finally, finally proud of Austin and is letting him order his own salads. (laughs) And they are celebrating the release of the book. And then they kiss some more. And that, my friends, was in the city. When the heat is on. We did it. Mm-hmm. Let's take mm. a break and we'll be right back to break this movie down here on Deck the Hallmark. Deck the Hallmark. Gotta, gotta I'm sorry. Saturday's coming. Yep. <laughs> oh, I have a sneeze. You might be wondering, Brian, what are you going to do about that? Um, I'm going to go talk to my doctor about that. You might be asking yourself, how do you, do you trust your doctor with your sneeze? Yeah, um, I do. And there's a reason for that. It's because I found my doctor on ZocDoc. I read a ton of reviews about doctors before picking a doctor. It's like finding a place to go have a yummy steak. You're not just going to walk on in and say, hey, give me a steak. You're going to read some reviews first. And that's what I did for my doctor on the ZocDoc. And now my doctor who I love, can help me with my sneeze. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, takes your insurance, and are available when you need them. Their mobile app is as easy as ordering a ride on a rideshare app. You just search, you find, and you book your doctor. Boom, boom, boom. It's time to check out my sneeze. All you gotta do is go to ZocDoc.com slash Hallmark. You're gonna download that ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for the top-rated doctor today. Many of those doctors are available and is uh, yeah, 24 hours or less. Wow. Z-O-C D-O-C.com slash Hallmark. That is ZocDoc.com slash Hallmark to download the free app today. <laughs> We're back, everybody. We're talking about Autumn in the City, the final. Still kicks. Uh, fall into Love movie. Yeah. Uh, we've been doing this since August. Literally, the fall season started 
before Bramble Fest. <laughs> Ow. Yeah. yeah. Mm. On and, paper, uh, yeah. On paper. Mm-hmm. That's the only place. So let's talk about this movie. Let's break it down with four segments. Let's start with the hot take. And let's start with a guy who is giving hot takes. Mm-hmm. Some may say they are steaming. Who? Some may say they're tepid. Some tepid may say takes. they are warm, hot. Let's see <laughs> what you brought today. Brian, what do you think about this movie, Autumn in the City? So this one, I feel like, I mean, the, the anticipation was so high for most of us for this one. <laughs> was and, it? Is this feel, a big calendar circler for anybody that, <laughs> aside from Amy Teagarden, Stan Brand over there? Yeah, you draw leaves on this one, on the calendar. Julie <laughs> is Matt Saracen. That's Gowan from, from, from Wind Calls the Heart. Ah, uh, Julie. Julie. Thank Julie you. is Matt Saracen. Come on. <laughs> I live with my grandma. She's not doing too good. Come on, Julie. I'm a I think we now. got it. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Boy, how to follow, I don't know how to follow that one. All you do is talk in headspace. <laughs> I feel like, though, with this one, it relied on our, uh, the desperation we were feeling for fall on the screen. Okay. And... So the expectations and anticipation were super high because it's autumn in the city, y'all. The heat is on. Uh, where the heat is on. And it completely was void of any depth or characters or motivation or meaning. And I was really kind of bummed oh out God. by this one. <laughs> he has gone from liking every movie to saying this movie was meaningless. Meaningless. Uh, it, there w- it was fall on the screen, which was great, but... Fall in the city. Fall in the city. The heat was on. Uh, But it was like, so what? I don't care about these characters at all. Why is he writing a children's book? He has no business in the children's book industry. Leave that to us. That's right. I was about to say, good good save. She was in in the city. Like something, I kept hearing in my head, something you say all the time, Dan. Like the stakes couldn't be lower. Yeah, that's right. She, her parents are Practically, they're probably driving to New York to pick her up and bring her back to the family business where she has a secure life. His mom is Miss Newspaper. Loaded. He's set for life. There's no stakes at all. So who cares? The whole time I'm thinking, who cares if the book's great? Like, they're doing this for fun and that's it. Uh, The fall feels were great. Like, the the scenery, yeah, sure. The uh, Will, I think his name was, one of the the cafe owners. Wow! Yeah, he was really funny. I liked his whole bit of the liking the party planning and, and all that stuff. But, yeah, I was just kind of like, who cares the whole time? But the fall, great. You know, the fall was really nice. Um, you brought up a question there, Bri, oh. uh, which is who cares? And <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Who's this? <laughs> oh, is it a picture of me? <laughs> I cared. <laughs> cared a good bit, actually. Quite enjoyed it. Had a real fun time. Um the drawing of the squirrel revolutionary the book itself a squirrel going on fun time adventures revolutionary the city during autumn revolutionary does he know what revolutionary means do you think (laughs) i don't think he's ever heard the term before (laughs) to be fair miss newspaper does what miss newspaper (laughs) wants to do (laughs) Thank you. Uh, I love this movie. I thought it was great, and I had a lot of fun, and uh, I think we just watched different movies at different times, Brian. I think 
Um, I think that you were, this is cloud. You're new here. You're new here, kid. So I think what happened (laughs) is you started hearing the hubbub about Brian can't give a bad review and you decide I'm going to come in hot today and say this movie was meaningless. Brian is going above and beyond to take the spotlight over the fact that if Amy T garden (laughs) stars in a pile of garbage, he will love it and give it 10 stars out of five. She's a big fan of him. She, I mean, <laughs> remember. I just have never seen anything like it. Julie! If Amy Teagarden, uh, if Julie Taylor Matthew Saracen. is in a movie, you act like Not it is true. It is true. I've given Amy Teagarden yeah, a bad Miracle, review. The Christmas Delivered. You loved you it. Loved it. The New Year's Eve movie with Michael Rady. You loved, loved that. Loved it. Uh, this one, I don't know. Oh, and then My Christmas Family Tree, which you love. Very silly. <laughs> but you loved it. I loved it. <laughs> um, uh, what's, Can't escape it. Uh, it's, it's tea time. <laughs> It's tea time. <laughs> Dan? Yeah, so here's the thing is, is Amy Teagarden and Evan Roderick, I do believe, have great chemistry. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I got that out of the way because this movie is colossally stupid. Like, dumb. For all the reasons Brian mentioned, no stakes at all, but also, you have a terribly mean mom for no reason. You have a woman who is just getting a new job every day just to suck at it on purpose. Um, and you have... I'm talking the bare bones minimum idea of what an artist is. And you have someone who clearly has a passion from the beginning of the movie who just decides that that can't be the answer for almost the entire runtime of the movie. <laughs> you, it is it is the don't make me sing of plots. It is real bad. Across the board, real bad. Good chemistry. Everything else about this movie was awful. Dumb writing. Dumb plot machinations, just dumb all the way around. Not here for it. I'm, it had Amy T. Garden, so Brand's on board. Forgive him. This is a bad movie. <laughs> tea time. It's tea time. It's tea time, y'all. Tea time, y'all. Uh, it's time for uh, all the feels as part of the show. We talk about what in this movie gave us feels. Brian. Yep. So definite fall feels, obviously. I mean, you can't get around that. The thing that in this that made me laugh that I thought was a cool little bit was when they were throwing stuff on each other's door, the pile of the leaves, the article. I wish they kept that up. I thought that was really funny. And just the friend group in general hanging out on the rooftop. I will not mention How I Met Your Mother on a podcast about Hallmark movies again, Dan, (laughs) but vibes of another show. You just did. You literally just did. (laughs) So, yeah, some, some feels in there. Uh, it's tea time. Uh, ABT Garden actually is sitting down to have tea, which is true. The world so stops, meta. I think. It's like, why we can't? Maybe even. Uh, and she gets to speech from Aust- uh, from Austin. Michael? No, Miss, Miss Newspaper, right? Yeah, no, but uh, the mom, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, is oh. it Austin's mom? Is his yes, name yes, Austin? Yes. Sure. Miss uh, Newspaper. Mm-hmm. And she says, you got to bust down some doors. She starts pouring tea for tea. Mm-hmm. A garden. And um, Amy Tea Garden stands up, and she says, you're not staying for tea? And she says, I've got some door busting to do. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. You go bust those doors. Gave me feels. Dan? It's tea time. I was very conflicted about uh, Piper and her job situation in this movie because one of the few bright spots of this whole COVID thing has been 
people who are deciding they're going to leave work at work and not overwork themselves and work the job they're giving and no more. Mostly millennials have started to have that feeling. And I appreciate that. I hate the idea that you have to work a terrible job and you work way too many hours just because it's instilled in you that you need to do this. Uh, and so part of me was like, awesome. Don't work a job you don't like. Find your passion. But the other half of me was so frustrated with the fact that clearly she loves drawing, but decides instead to work a day and quit or get fired everywhere. Like, I get it. Don't work a job you don't like, but stop showing up and ruining people's days. Do you know how much it hurts for somebody to do a job badly one day and then leave? I, I think it actually makes the company worse if you do that. So I was conflicted on her job search, and it also made me angry yet proud at the same time. That's what I've got. <laughs> uh, let's take one more quick break. We'll come back with the way, what, and the what. The Hallmark here on... Deck, Deck the, the hallmark, hallmark on WTTT Tea Garden. Tea time. You know what's sad is, is WTTT were really hard to match their they call sign it. up with Amy Tea Garden movie, and we still somehow. I don't even know what did Brian say. Got the tablet. What the tablet? The tablet. Yep. Yeah, yeah, the tablet. You Somebody. went with the tablet. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that was that was some probably marketing intern attempt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. employee maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, attempt. That attempt. That's right. And That's right. ruined right. the day. Uh, attempt for tap. Uh, it's time for the wait. What is of our show? We talk about what this movie made us go. Wait, what? Can mine be that comment? For <laughs> <laughs> guy. So Austin talking about his book with uh, Amy T. Garden there. He said he and when she drew it all out, he said, I imagine this as a summertime book. And I practically stood up off my couch screaming at the television. I mean, you say acorn, all I think of is fall. That's it. There's no other season you're gonna have right. a book with acorns. I mean, come on. Get get, get it out together. Of here. Yeah, get out of here. So and then he dumped uh, there was one other he dumped um his, he spilled this hot dog that was covered either in sauteed onions and peppers or mustard. He dumped it all over her notebook. And then a second later, it was all gone. And then yeah. the next scene, he's looking at the page that he covered with hot dog, and there was not a yeah, speck yeah. of grease. It's magic. Yeah. Magic. Is that it? Yeah, I'll stop there. I have more, but I'll stop. Uh, this is, I think, the uh, quickest. It's the way, quickest way what of all time. You and I couldn't time. stop laughing. <laughs> the movie kicks off. She's like uh, arriving in the city, and this like jazzy tune is playing, which is supposed to be like a, uh, uh, you know, Sinatra kind of bit like a yeah like New York New York uh, but it's not and so what we get this is the first line of the song <laughs> to start the movie is feeling like a top dog that's the New York vibe <laughs> it, it, it hit me funny it the funny bone? feeling like a top dog that's the New York vibe of course it is. Pe people in New York, they feel like top dogs. And you might be asking, people have been asking for generations, why does everybody in this area kind of seem like they're top dogs? It's the New York vibe. It's the New York that's, vibe. That's that answers why. that question. Any other stupid questions? Right? It's the New York vibe. Uh, she is at a uh, some sort of, uh, one of her jobs is uh, she's a receptionist. And uh, she keeps, like, hitting the button and saying, uh, so-and-so publicity, please hold, please hold. 
I don't think she was actually answering the phone or putting anyone on hold, no. which I think is problematic because she keeps doing it, but the phone never stops ringing. <laughs> no. She can't find that button. It never stops ringing. I don't think she ever actually put somebody on hold. <laughs> but you might be asking, was she feeling like a top dog? <laughs> and I would argue, yes. Yeah, why? It's the New York vibe. Uh. Makes sense. Her parents call her a few times. <laughs> this is a great one. Always in the car. They are always in the car. And parked and in a parked, parking lot. Which I appreciate if you're going to take a call. Yeah, of course. In the car, of course, you pull over for my mom that's listening. Uh, that's what I do. There's um, no way to talk on the phone and no drive way to talk. Not, even, not, not these no days. No one's ever done it. Um, her parents are always parked. They're always in the car, and they're always on the phone with her. Um, and I would argue they don't feel like top dogs. And you might be asking. It's because that's why? more of an Omaha vibe. They're uh, in Omaha. That's, that's right. Why. Yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. feel like top dogs. They don't. Um, she has her birthday in her calendar as benchmark birthday, which I just <laughs> found to be mm -hmm. funny. Um, and I just want to give a shout out to her uh, coffee shop owning friends. Mm -hmm. She uh, leaves her suitcases with them when she gets... She, she decides I'm going to go, you know, kick down some doors or whatever. Um, and um, what do they do with the suitcases? Do they bring them into their shop? Do they put them behind the counter? No, no, no. They leave her suitcases right on the old sidewalk right. yeah. of New York City. That's right. That's right. No the good news those. is, Brand. What's that? Is that it's New York City. And if you had, are from like a different universe and didn't know what New York City was and right. you watched this movie, you would think it was a spacious, mm -hmm. semi-populated place mm -hmm. with lots of giant rooms, mm -hmm. empty businesses, and a lot of people that care deeply about helping you with a menial task on any given day. It's yeah. New York for you. That's New York and for you. That New York, They're top dogs. That New York would fit in great with leaving the bags on, That's on the true. curb. Because yeah. no one would take them. But it was like no one in this movie had ever seen actual New York before. <laughs> yeah. It was wild out there. I mean, no place of business ever has more than four people in it. The whole movie. It's impressive. It's impressive to do in New York City. Um, so good for them on that front. Uh, as mad as I've maybe been in a while at one of these movies is when this dude uh, goes to lunch with his mom and his mom changes his order to order him a kale salad. He is a grown man. He orders a chicken sandwich. She says, not today. You're getting a kale Caesar salad. Meeting over. If you change my order, the meeting is over. It's done. What are you? No, absolutely not. And, and to be fair to Miss Newspaper, she's the worst person alive. She's only proud of her son when a book of his is published. If the book had never been published, she's still mad at him. Still. that That's an all-time bad mom. It's bad enough you switching his order, and he's 30 years old. It's even worse you're not proud of him until he publishes a book. That's real terrible. Was your mom finally proud of you, Brian, when you published your first book? She hasn't talked to me since I put it out, so uh, <laughs> we'll find out. Yeah, oh, you're self-publishing. Well, uh, oh. it's, call, me, yeah. call me when you get a real publisher. Change your name. It's like you using yeah, a ghost yeah. name, right? Um, so uh, Amy Teagarden kicks the radiator in her apartment, and that radiator moves not like a radiator but like styrofoam. Uh, it, does, it wobbles... A great amount, more than a an actual radiator, you know, that's made out of real materials would possibly do this. 
I clocked it at 48 minutes into this movie. She says, I wonder if this drawing thing might work out. Good grief. What are we doing? And then she's like, no. And then at at an hour 38 in, including commercials, she finally says, "Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to give this art thing a go. You went to, like, people who go to New York who want to be an actor and they wait tables till then, more power to you. You know what you want to do. People who go to New York and don't know, they just want to be in a big city and have opportunity. Great. But to go and know what you're passionate about and ignore it it is fundamentally unsound. To have the wherewithal to say, I'm taking a risk and going to New York, but think that it's too big of a risk to pursue art doesn't make any sense. It doesn't work in this movie at, at all. It doesn't. Um... Can I introduce you to this kid that is prepped to talk about sharks? Um, Boy, is he ready to talk about sharks. (laughs) She mentioned sharks, and he just so happens his phone wallpaper is a giant shark. He's here for the shark talk. He's ready. He couldn't be more excited about sharks. He's there. He's ready. Um, And then, uh, yeah, that's all I got. Uh, It's time for what the Hallmark is part of the show. We want to know what could have been, maybe happens in conclusion. Uh, Brian? So I feel like our double-decker arena could answer this, but can do you think you could just walk into a Broadway audition? Just There's off the no street, way. Maybe, you know? It's <laughs> I, ridiculous. That, was like, this, that probably does not happen. So that was just one. And the other big one I had was there was a movie poster. They kept walking by this theater. There was a poster for Pants on Fire in the background. <laughs> yeah. And I thought that was a joke. I thought, first I said it was called Pants Fire, so I had to pause and look it up. Pants on Fire. Pants, Pants on, on fire. fire, real movie. But And also that theater says there's a double feature at 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. every day, and yep. the movie theater... Is never open even in the evenings. So, yeah. Is That's it real? New York for you. Yes. I mean, Classic New York. But I looked it up. So, that movie, this is, that was a, a what the hallmark that I was wondering about. Why would they choose that movie poster? But I looked it up, and I know you guys aren't going to care about this, but I care about this stuff. Uh, that movie, Pants on Fire, was directed by Jonathan Rosenbaum. He also directed Christmas Cra- Class Reunion, which we'll be watching this season on during Countdown of Christmas. Wow, that's cool? some really good, good stuff there, Brian. Yeah, thank you. Really great. Thank good you. Job. But that's I don't, really I don't good. understand the connection. Like, why, why are they using that? Is somebody friends with Jonathan on the crew, and they said let's throw up his old movie poster? So it's going to keep me up Man, at night. It's gonna, yeah, Anybody it's knows? Bother me please. for sure. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> um, we shazammed a song at the beginning. Uh, <laughs> couldn't get it. Couldn't get it. Hmm. If anybody is able to find uh, Top Dog. To, uh, Feeling a like a top uh, a top dog, as uh, the New York vibe. I'd love to put that on repeat for the rest of my life. And so, please send that to brandedtechthomework.com. But I also want to know she got a phone call from the gallery guy, uh, who mm-hmm. loves her. Says she's doing great. Here's some great. commission money. That's which, right. Uh, it's great. Um, and he says, "Hey, looked at your stuff. It's cute." But it's not for the New York uh, vibe, vibe, if you will. (laughs) And she hangs up there. And I don't think she ever goes back to work. (laughs) And she can (laughs) make really good money (laughs) selling art. Commission. Like, uh, I don't know how the phone, like, is that the, was that the end of the voicemail? Or did she hang up because she was sad? Like, that's pretty dark to just be like hey mm-hmm. you're not gonna make it <laughs> that's pretty dark so just that whole relationship with that guy i want to know if it ever if she quit that job too she's awful she had to quit the job she was getting ready to leave the, t- the city oh my gosh well Man. 
it's to be fair to that guy, her art is not good. I mean, like to be fair to, to him, um, which does lead me to mine, which is how did we get to squirrel on a sailboat over rapids? How did we get there? Like, that's the image. Yeah. It sounds like a dare, like to put it in there. Or like, what if we, it was about a squirrel and he's in a sailboat on the rapids. Like, I don't <laughs> maybe know. Even <laughs> maybe rapids, even sailboat. Maybe even little squirrel on big adventures. <laughs> big adventures. What's that sound? Oh, Adventure man. calling. Man. Yeah. 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 Is that it? Oh, uh, that's it. We did, everybody. Congratulations. Another great day. Another episode, mm-hmm. uh, great or otherwise. <laughs> Tea time. Uh, what the? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but tomorrow, Jax will be here. Hey. Tomorrow, and I think she's going to stick around for the marathon. Wow. wow. So she's staying cool. in town. But this is, everybody, the last Wind Calls the Heart episode of the year. That's right. We'll be back in 2023 Three. with right. the rest of season eight and uh, season nine. And hopefully we catch up before season 10 so we can finally cover this show in real time and reap the benefits yeah. of uh, <laughs> what we've been doing to ourselves. Big payoff. Surely there's a little spike a little there, something. right? Yeah. Surely. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, until then, maybe we'll be the first to wish you a Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Deck the Homework is the That Sounds Fun podcast. It's produced by Tracy Nellis name. It's recorded live in, yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina. For more information on Deck the Homework, you can go to deckthehomework.com. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here at the studio. Feel free to listen. Feel free to turn it off, whatever you want to. But either way, thanks so much for your support.